like the graduation, all that. Yeah. Which, by the way, Matt Linder, if you're watching this, you got to put this on at some point so he can see this. Yeah. Jesus, better than graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the golden child, man. Uh, I want to thank our last guests. Uh, our last guests, our homies, just the homies, Larnell and our homie. Oh yeah, um, Larnell and Jarrell. You know what I'm saying? We chopped it up about uh, the glorious event that happened a couple weeks the ago. The Raekwon and Ghostface Killer Versus. Yeah, man. Hey, I gotta tell you guys that video, your last video, that was the first time I think I've ever seen somebody drinking a Bourbon County straight from the bottle like that. The... Jarrell was just like, eh. Dan, everyone, Dan, introduce yourself. <laughs> I just jumped in there, sorry. So, yeah. uh, no, no, that's good. <laughs> my name is Danny. I uh, run the Instagram account Hip Hops, where I pair beer and vinyl together. Um, and then I know we're gonna talk about it a little bit, but I just, just started doing a YouTube thing trying to catch up with beers and bars. Right hey. on, right on. <laughs> uh, Dan, like he said, good friend of the show, man. Yes. Um, one of, I think I said is one of my musical sages, man. Dan is a, a musical sage for me, man. He, uh, he's responsible for my entire top 2020 probably uh, list uh, as far as on Apple G, all the um, Tom Mish and uh, oh, yeah. Alpha Miss. This is where I get all my great jazz uh, from. Man. The um, Kamal and Yusef. Yusef Kamal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All that was like Dan recommendations. Kamal Williams, though. yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. It's crazy, man. Kamal Williams. Kamal Williams. I know. He great. told, yeah. First, first time I met you guys at Old Irving, I was talking to him about jazz or whatever, and I mentioned him, and he was like, that's Kamal's last name. And I was like, what? Yeah. That's exactly. so crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I, when I found dude, I'm like, yo, his name's Kamal Williams. Yeah, but, um, I think he does. I think he has two A's. Like K. He has two A's. Yeah, he has K-A-M-A-A-L. Yeah. I'm just one A. But yeah. Um, what are we drinking, guy? Dan, what you drinking over there? What you drinking All over right. there? So I got, I just had to look up the brewery name again, because this is like one of the first things I've had by them. So it's New World Ales, and the beer is called Humanity Rock On. Mm-hmm. So this is a project that was done in collaboration with people under the stairs. Because My word. Okay, LA Mike passed away. So uh, this, there's uh, three other cans and they spell out double K. So this is yeah, the second can here. Got and, you. That's kind of dope. Yeah. So double dry hops, hazy triple IPA, uh, brood in memory of Michael, double K Turner, Citra, Enigma, Galaxy, and Mosaic, and Topaz hops. That's a lot of hops. That is. Yeah, and um, super cool. This is ten percent ABV, so it's a it's a strong boy. And then yeah, people under the stairs. One of my favorite hip hop groups. Uh, one of the members, Double K, passed away. Uh, I believe it was like a month ago, or maybe a little over now. I'm kind of blanking right now. But um, they made a uh, collaboration to raise money for his family, and they have all these pictures. All the different cans have different storylines and different images um, from. Uh, their time together and it, they had a right. like a gathering on a digital gathering online where they were um playing a dj set of some of the old stuff that they were that they that they did as well as what they were inspired by and sampled all the time so well yeah, i like when um companies use their products to promote different storylines like that whether it be 
something like that, something somber like that, or any type of story. I like when you can connect with a product like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of separates them from other people. Yeah. True. 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 Uh, go ahead, Otis. Uh, so I, my beer that I have today, I really have this beer because I am pairing it. So one of the things we're talking about today is the best or the classic, what we deem classics from 2008. I can't give my album yet because for the first time ever, nobody on the show knows what the other people's albums That's are. That's true. Yes. But I am a, uh, a hot butcher stand boy. Uh, that is me. Um, I give them a lot of my money. I, uh, so today I have uh, a deeper dish. Uh, this is a uh, Citra and Vic Secret Hopped Triple IPA. Yeah, Dan. So I, I've, I've had Tavern Cut, and I love Tavern Cut. So when I saw this was being released, I was like, absolutely. Yes, they're going to get my money, because I never had this before. Um, but this joint is a Triple IPA, coming in at 10.5%. Some of the tasting notes on it, sweet orange pulp, uh, floral grapefruit, and ripe tropical. And what kind of beer is it? You said a... Uh, this is a tr- a triple. A triple IPA. Triple. Triple IPA boys tonight. Yeah. And if you think about the albums that were released that year, Triple Three, you probably know kind of where I might be going. So I thought you were going to Chicago. I thought I knew Mm-mm. you were going for it. I'm wow. going to give some flowers tonight. I'm going to give some flowers tonight, man. To, uh, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like somebody might have mine, actually. It's okay. That's that's okay. If if it is that way, you know what I you I, I feel like oh I don't know. might know who I have. I don't but know. I didn't go obvious, but I did go. I okay okay. We'll just yeah. we get What's there. your beer, sir? <laughs> All right. So I didn't pair this joint. I just grabbed this joint. This is look at that crazy face. But actually, that is actually upside down but this is stone buena veza salt and lime lager okay this is the lager from um hey man what is this i think stone, this is right? buena veza buena visa buena visa <laughs> stone brewing yeah um og hold on there's something i wanted to read here there was something a salt and lime lager? A salt lager with salt and lime added. Mm. It almost sounds like it'd be like a goza. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's probably going off for like a like a Corona. You put a lime in a Corona. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a chill boy tonight. This is a chill boy. This is only 4.7. This is only 4.7, man. I feel like I'm drinking a juice around here. Hey, bro, it's Friday. I got to We got to Yeah, no, no. We ain't on that. I'm going to turn it up a little bit. Cheers, though. Cheers. Um, cheers. Before we get it, again, we're going to be talking about the classics from 2008. But our homie Dan has uh, transitioned some, not just having his platform on IG with dope pictures and the albums being paired. He now has a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. So So let's start there. Let's talk about, like, how how you began that journey with YouTube. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I've been wanting to do this for a little bit, and I figured quarantine, what better time than now to start something. Um, so I did just start right after January. I had to, you know, upgrade the, the, the phone for the camera, and I had to get my, my 
tripod and everything like that, get all the basics. And then um, I, so yeah, so far right now, I'm kind of just pairing up um, my pairings that I do on Instagram. I'll do a video where I taste test the beer for the first time and then do a, a needle drops. So I'll, I'll, I'll play three of my favorite tracks from the album, talk about right. the a little bit, talk about the artist. And then, yeah, give my review of the beer and sort of talk about the brewery a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's going. It's, I'm still trying to figure it all out. Um, editing's a little crazy and uh, trying to figure out what, like, what the audience wants. Mm. So the YouTube is an extension of the IG. Yeah, yeah. Good. Now, So right now, I've been sort of, like, tossing the idea of doing, like, just beer reviews and then just album reviews. Cause I'm not sure. I mean, I know it connects with like us and some other people that I've met through Instagram. That's yeah. been one of the awesome things about doing it is meeting people like you guys who are so local, but then, I mean, I got people in like Germany that I chit chat with all the time now, just because of our musical and beer interest. And it's been a fun ride so far. I'm just seeing where else it goes. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's positive vibes. That's positive. And when um, is your show? Go ahead, Mark, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You good? I'll go. How often um, do you do the the beer pairings on Instagram? So on Instagram, I usually try to do it twice a week. Usually at the end of the like the beginning of the week and then the end of the week. Um, but I just went. I took a road trip down to Florida, which is where I'm from originally, to see some family because I, I hadn't seen them or they hadn't seen my son since last February. Right. So um, got a little backlogged. It's been doing one a week for the last like three weeks, but I'm gonna, right. I got to get my uh, content back up, but it's coming. And then, yeah, YouTube, I'm just doing once a week. It's doing, trying to do two would be like way too much. Yeah, that's where I was getting to. Like, are, are the, is the YouTube, um, like right after you do the beer pairings? Like, are you doing them on Instagram and then getting on camera and doing, you know, like telling the full, uh, album or beer review so i'm doing as of right now it's like when i when i do one on on both platforms i i mean i'm this is exactly where i sit my turntable is right here yep, yeah right behind me here um and then i uh I'll, I'll pop it open for the first time taste test it and then i'll move in and take my photo and stuff like that and get it ready for instagram but i do a little bit of research you know to get what i'm going to say about the artist and yeah uh, you know, make sure I know like where the brewery's from and all that stuff. Yeah, I got a question right about that because your your IG and um, you know, a lot of what you do on the YouTube as well is is very well like researched. Like when you get on there, you go in depth about a lot of things. How long does it usually take if you're gonna have an album and you have a beer, how long is the prep time for you typically to make sure that you're on point with, you know, what you're gonna talk about? <laughs> whatever I'm whatever I'm gonna say, my wife's gonna be like, Yeah, it's longer than that. But um, yeah. no, it's gotta be, uh, I mean, it depends who it is. If it's somebody who I like know, like the back of my hand, I may be in for like an hour, but then, and I kind of sparse that out throughout the week. I'm like, you know, right before I go to bed, I'm like reading something or whatever. And I started jotting down little notes. Which, Dope. Yeah, it's got my notes for tonight. So I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but um, if it's somebody I don't, I'm not really familiar with, it could take a while. I mean, it could be, I mean, over like, you know, I, I, I'll like give myself like a full week of just like 
looking at stuff. You know, I'm not doing it solid, but sporadically. Yeah. So how do you choose um, what you pair together? So usually it has to do with a name or uh, an image. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about my last pairing, what even was kind of like blanking out by, it. oh, so G Yamazawa, who's this, he's a North Carolina rapper. He's a generation Japanese, but he's, uh, he's a, a poetry slam, a slam poetry champion from 2014, the youngest ever to be crowned as part of a team. And uh, wow. so he's like crazy bars, but then he raps over a lot of trap style beats. Mm-hmm. So kind of like brings in like the new and the old school together. It's interesting stuff, but so G Yamazawa, the, his sophomore album was called Money is Time. And the beer I had, I picked up on the way home from my road trip from Southern Grist to Nashville. Yeah. All the, uh, money moves so just like that one was like a pretty dead on money money but then sometimes it could be an image from the album cover and I have a beer that has a similar image on it and I'll do it by that just whatever speaks to me my favorite joint was um the the one that I watched because I love the beer so much the pairing you did I forgot that name of the album but when you did the on and on from um half oh, that one and, yeah yeah, that one I did. Uh, so that one, I, that wasn't a pairing from Instagram, but that I was just trying to come up with content. So that was the first one of the first collaborations between Revolution and Half Acre. That beer was crazy. Name. Say what? That, I said that beer was crazy. Yeah, I still got like one more, I think. You're, um, you're amazing. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I was talking about three uh, collaboration albums yeah. from my collection that or hip hop collaboration albums. And honestly, right now, I can't even really remember what I picked. But one of them was yeah. District, which is Odyssey from D.C. It's uh, one of his super groups with two other rappers. But I had a couple other ones on there. That's what's up. Word up. Let's, yeah, get, that's dope. In, let's get into our um, our two. Th- well, let, I'll say this. What is there anything that... Um, that you want to say to the people out there, you know, well, tell them where to, where to find you at on YouTube first, because they may. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So that's what I want to know, actually. <laughs> I well, so I always, show yet. When I, when I, uh, when I upload a photo or video on YouTube, I always uh, put the link in my bio on Instagram. Got you. I mean, it's hip underscore underscore hops. Uh, all the other iterations were all taken when I jumped on. But um, I think you can just see that's the thing is like hip hop is like kind of hard to search on YouTube because mm-hmm. everything is up is just hip hop. I just tried to see what would happen. So uh, finding me on YouTube might be a little more difficult. But, okay. But yeah, yeah find people- me on Instagram and then you can find the link through my bio on Instagram. There you go. That's the best way. <laughs> All right. Let's transition. Let's go ahead and go to um, the year 2008. If you haven't followed us before, you know what this is about. Um, we like to talk about classics or albums we would deem classics from a certain year. And right now we are on the year 2008. First time ever, though. Typically we have a list of albums that either me and Kamal or the guest would talk about. But today, yeah. each of us has an album and no yeah. one knows what anyone No, has. Uh, right, right. Yes. So is this, we're going to see here. I don't know who wants to, we should, I wish we could draw straws or something over the internet, but who want to, who want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. I'll go me. first. I'll go first so I can, right. you know, get mine out the way. 
Okay. But um, so 2008 was the year of uh, 808s and heartbreaks. Who? Okay. In, anybody? Anybody? Nope. Um, not me. Not me. Um, I thought that's what, what else. Ti Ti's paper trail. Anybody? Paper anybody? Anybody? Um, but I actually went with an album that's a little bit more chill. Um, I like this album. I think that the artist is good. Um, Q-Tips, 2008 album, The Renaissance. Anybody? Anybody? Dan? Okay, all right, perfect, perfect, perfect. I actually thought, I actually thought Dan might have maybe had that joint, but I, I thought about that one. I'll give some of my, uh, some of my other. Oh, I know, I, I know where OT is going. Never mind. It just yeah. hit. Go I on. know. I feel like I know what OT gonna say. The, but, the three right. just hit me. But yes. um, but yeah, um, the 2008 Q-Tip album. This would be considered his second solo album. Mm -hmm. The second solo project. Um, Renaissance, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Renaissance. The Renaissance. Um, the only thing that messes up uh, this album to me is actually the deluxe version last song. The last song is, uh, on the deluxe version, is Good Thing. I've never heard this song until until doing this listening round mm -hmm. um usually it ends with shaka who is one of his friends who passed or i'm not sure if it's one of his friends or if it's if it's somebody passed and he's talking about those that have gone on before him and how he appreciated their energy and if i was gonna do this this way this is what they would want me to do and all this other stuff but uh, other than that, there's a lot of notable songs on here. As you know, um, the whole thing is produced by Q-Tip, who is a producer, who is one third of the UMA. The UMA being Q-Tip, Jay Dilla, and uh, I think Ali Shaheed. Um, and so, uh, you know, you got songs like uh, Won't Trade, Getting Up, you is good. We fight. We love with Raphael. Sadiq is good. Um, Move is the single. Mm -hmm. um, there's another song on the end of Move. It took me forever to find that song. I'm like, man, what? Why can't I just go to that song? And then I realized he got two songs on one track. You know, what word, I'm word. Uh, <laughs> D'Angelo is on the album on Believe. It's a positive vibe. It's classic. Um, it's not as boom bap as uh, Tribe albums, mm -hmm. but is there's you definitely can obviously because it's Q-Tip hear the Tribe thread in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's much more chill and laid back than a lot of Tribe albums. A lot of Tribe albums sometimes are more amped up. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody about to break dance. This is more like smooth yeah music, you know what I'm saying? stepping hip-hop um but yeah definitely something that you could clean a crib to or um uh, just lay back with a brew 2008 like from q-tip 
the Renaissance. He's on the cover with his NPC. You know what I'm saying? Out here banging out beats. Um, but yeah, man, that's my that's my 2008 pick. That's my I feel pick. like that joint is definitely. Um, I feel like it's a slept on joint because a lot of people. It's a good album. Oh, it's a yeah. good album. In the canon of his work, I've heard. I, I haven't really given the album that much. I, I think I've heard it a couple times, but it's definitely not something I've been back to a lot. But yeah. I remember. I forget. So somebody else was gonna do. I don't know who the person was. We were talking about doing 2008 with them, and they was like, "Man, I might pick that Q-Tip Renaissance." Like, and I'm like, "Oh, you know." So to hear you talk about it, and this was just one of the, whoever we, we were thinking about having come on. But yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking of D'Angelo, I just want to. I'm, I'm gonna go second, but speaking of D'Angelo, I've been on a, on a huge D'Angelo kick since the verses. I've been bumping the hell out of Voodoo. I got to go back to Voodoo, actually. I haven't listened to it in a long time, and I meant to Bruh. play it right after that Versus, but we were talking about Maxwell, and so I started playing Maxwell. <laughs> that album is an amazing album. It is just so, so good. I've, I've, I've listened to it maybe like five, six times since wow. the Versus. So. Have you listened to his uh, the Vanguard album? I yes, that is another one, bro. The Vanguard album. Hold on, let let me let me just talk about one joint because I'm forgetting what it was. Uh, is it? He has some joints on there too. I can't. I don't remember the name of the songs right now. That's one of the ones I listen yeah. front to back. I don't like. I don't know. Another life. That the last joint on there. I couldn't even say. I would bro. have to hear it because that's that's one of those albums I didn't like. That's not set in my mind. You know what I'm saying? That came. Yeah. That's the album he dropped like 10 years after his last, after Voodoo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another Life is on another level. Put it like that. Yeah. Um, I'll go second, man. You know, I, I have a triple IPA here today. Um, my album that I'm going to talk about, I, I kind of wanted to talk. This is an album that we've talked about before, Kamal. But I feel like he's in a weird space right now, this artist. Um right now and some of the things that he's done and said you know have kind of made people kind of get off of him this artist is Lil Wayne you know um, that, was, that was the the red hat that was doing right there yeah that yeah the uh, the <laughs> Trump comments and all that but I picked the Carter three is my album from 2000 I didn't expect that actually yeah man because I the, okay so the reason why I picked this joint really is to just I mean from the standpoint of who Lil Wayne is, I know, like, like I'm saying, like right now, he's seen as, you know, like he, I, I wouldn't say he's out of hip hop, but a lot of people don't really like him right now. But the reason why I picked this album is to just say that it was a time. Oh my God. <laughs> so this was the peak. This is the peak, G. From 2005 to 2008 commercially, I don't think there was ever a rapper that was hot as Lil Wayne was from Carter Two up until the drop of this album. Um, he was on fire. For three this years. Is, this is, I believe that this what, is his peak, G. Oh, absolutely. This is the peak. And that's why I wanted to kind of talk about it, is to just kind of remind people of this time with him. Um, he was killing rap and didn't even have albums out. He just had mixtapes for like a three-year run, along with jumping on. It was a year where he had at least a hundred features, yeah. right? Like this man was working. 
in my opinion, I wanted to make a bold statement. I think that the Carter Three, and there are some other albums that maybe can contend with this. I think the Carter Three is possibly the most anticipated album ever. I know that's a lot. It's a big statement. Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ahead about of you. It's some, high, it's, some, it's some highly anticipated albums still. Yeah, no. Detox. See, that's the thing. Okay, so I proposed that question to my homies to make sure I wasn't crazy. But here's the thing with Jay Electronica. By the time that album dropped... We're still waiting for that album. Look at Dan. Look at my man Dan. <laughs> by, the time, by the time it dropped, Jay Electronica, when, when he announced it was dropped, I, I, it was dropping, I would say it wasn't joy. It was more so like, damn, about time. But based on Lil Wayne's run up into 2008, when that album was about to drop, it was pandemonium, right? Think of it like this. The first single from that album dropped in February and it was Lollipop, <laughs> right? Lollipop went crazy. The second single from that album was Amelie. That was the that, Whoa, was it? The Amelie wasn't the first single? Bruh, we only had one album. All research for me, okay? Uh, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's all I've been doing. Do that. Second joint was Amelie. The album didn't drop until July of 2008. So you had February Lollipop, May Amelie. No, so I think uh, April Amelie, and then the third joint was Got Money. So those three singles came out before this album even dropped, which is why it went a million within the first week before the first week was even over. Yeah. Um, Grammy Rap Album of the Year. Um, really? I didn't even remember that. 2009. I Grammy don't remember Rap, that either. Grammy Rap Album of the Year. And then, as I have my research here, uh, Lollipop won Best Rap Song. And a Millie won best rap performance for the Grammys that wow. year. Wow. is the best track on that album. Yeah. A Millie? A Millie, he went crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. He did, yeah, he did snap on a Millie. And, and um, that was the video uh, where uh, Hype Williams, that's the one with Corey Guns, right? Uh, no, that Corey Guns is uh, six foot, seven foot, eight. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right, never mind, never mind, scratch it. But yeah, no, I just think that <laughs> I, I would consider this, this a classic because I think that from the standpoint of just even singles, because even after those three singles, Mr. O Mrs. Officer was the fourth single. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, now, wee, wee, wee. I, if that my, was a big song. It was big. I didn't, I didn't like that one as much. Yeah. <laughs> my, my point is just that commercially, I think that it really, it really lived up to what it was supposed to do for... A lot of times an album is anticipated and then it kind of falls off. But that album, at least commercially, knocked it out the park. Commercially, if, if not for nothing. Yeah. But even, I, I gotta say also, a song that slept on that album is, I think it's called You Ain't Got Nothing with Fabulous and uh, Joel Santana. That song kills too. What is that? I don't think that's on, but that, that's a good song. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if that's on this one. But it that's is. a great song. Yes. You are right. It is. On this song. That song. That song kills. I saw. Uh, so I saw Joel Santana and Rick Ross open for him in like 2007, and there was all these rumors of yeah. Lil Wayne and Joel Santana were going to do a collab album together. 
And then that song dropped in that on yeah. that. Let me also state that, uh, but you're right. Yes, this, that was. And the thing about it is that this this um, album had those album cuts, like "Let the Beat Bill" was another one to me. Um, that Let joint was fire. Um, I like La La, the David Banner joint with Busta Rhymes. I think that joint was good. Um, at this point in life, though, I had I think I had just met my wife as well. She would have 100% cheated on me with him. She was the biggest, the biggest. I think she actually went to the concert at the UI at the uh, UC in like early '09. You know, she probably was out there. You know, I don't know. Right. Woo! Oh my God! <laughs> she might have been. Man, out. take us home, man. What you got? Surprises, man. I, I got. I got to say one more thing about that album. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. My wife loves that album, also. Bro, it's a banger. When we were living in Florida, we had uh, like we had two twelves in the trunk, and so. <laughs> Like go around. Look at this guy, Dan, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nuts, and I actually we still have him in the trunk in the closet in here. We just don't have any. That man, Dan, dog. So he got kids and, and change, man. We got to take yeah. these twelves out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that album, I do have to agree with you, Ot. That that album was like the only reason I looked funny when you said it was the Pete Kamal is I think Carter two and Carter three. I think it's got to be one of those two. But after Carter three. I feel like he just he started he would get that like rock album a couple years later and it yeah, rebirth yeah yeah I, I wasn't feeling any of that stuff and it was like right when he first started exploring the auto tune but it wasn't yeah. as much album that's true yeah. after but, that it was all uh, auto tune yeah 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 all right so for my album I had to go a little bit slept on not too big but it was something that was big to me, and I feel like it might have been big to you guys because it's from Chicago and it's not Kanye West. It is. Oh, he got visual aids. The cool kids, the bake set. Whoa! In this album. Whoa. Sir Mikey Rocks and Chuck English. It's Didn't see that one coming. Didn't it's, see that one coming. I honestly, so I was going to pick the Carter 3. And then I started like looking at other ones because I was like, I knew I actually DM'd OT the other day and I was like, I think we have the same one. And that was when I was thinking Carter three. And okay. I, was like, I find something else. And when I saw that, I was like, how did I like not even realize that that was out then? And it wasn't 2008. I did I wouldn't even thought about that. I that's a good one though. That. Yeah. That was a, a decent one. project. Yeah. Yes. To me, that was like like that year. So the the bake sale came out, and then also Kid Cudi's Day and Night came out. It, 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 wow. Like like that February of two thousand eight, and then the album came out in two thousand nine. I, I was looking into this, but I felt like that was like the wave of artists inspired by Kanye West and like NER and all that. For sure, for sure. That was sure. like like NERD and Kanye made it like I don't know if you want to say like cool to be a nerd. It was a little yes. bit yes, bit, yes, but all of them. Yeah. yeah, I felt like that was like the kickstart to that whole scene was the cool kids coming out with that. And even in Florida, I can remember like MTVU. I was like a sophomore in college. Yes. You was playing Black Mags. And I immediately was like, what is this? Like, I got to know what this is. And then, I mean, you start going down the line for that, that album. I still have them on my playlist now. But Gold and a Pager, that yeah. I love on. Basement yeah. part, Bruh. Miami bass. 
sound. Bruh. Yeah. It's got like nods to like the 80s, like early hip hop. Yeah. But then it's got like that like swagger about it too. I just, I love that album. Bro, I am so happy that you mentioned this album and that you're here right now with yeah. us, G. Like, I don't, look, people who don't know, there was a time when that was legit in Chicago during this time. Well, Dan, you, were you here yet? No, I moved here okay. at like the end of 2012. That was a little scene, dude. Um, they, they had a nice little following. There was yeah. a lot of people trying to connect back with the, um, with like the 80s style and dress just from like, yes. you know what I'm saying? I think I, I think at that was I, they whole vibe. That was their thing. That was their thing. What's yeah. my man's name? What's my man's name? Um ah, oh, come on. I'm I'm blanking out. The um, other dude that he was with their crew, I think, man. Dang. His name is Mike as well. Mike Terra, right? Oh, Mike Terra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot know. of yeah, but um, what I'm saying is that it was well, a Mike lot Terra of, is good. Mike yeah. Terra is good. I don't know if he was really with them, but I know at that time it was a lot of dudes that was connecting with this whole different sound yeah. that was really, yeah, it wasn't old to like the yay, you know what I'm saying? Like people being different, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yeah. Black Mags was my joint. I would yeah. play that like every, I, it just sounded so cool. If y'all don't know what Black Mags is, that cool uh, kid. It's a, it's a, yeah. like a bike, like a BMX bike. Bro. Yeah, riding on the mags, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, just a song, if they don't know, go listen to it after you finish this podcast. Go listen to that. Uh, yeah, like, the production on it is killer, and even their lyrics. Like, it may be, like, some of their lyrics are simple. It's not like it's getting real deep and analytical or anything, but it's all positive. It's all having fun, and it's all, like, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. I, I had to pull up. So that album I had as a repress, I was going to pull up the uh, the original cover just because it was a little. Yeah. People can yes, yes. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. So, yeah, see, I had a, a, a very deep connection with that, with the cool kids, because that was around the time when um, one of our guys from SIU was throwing parties at the Funky Buddha. And so at the Funky Buddha, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, Black Max was popping. They had the 80s sound. Chuck English was making these uh 80s uh deep bass production um and they dressed very uh 80s um patrick you, you know chuck was all about the sports references like a scene straight out of um do the right thing yeah that's the yeah. way to, to describe it, yeah. it like, yeah. you know what i'm saying gold and all of that um yeah, little chains I but like you get flashbacks of like roller skating rinks and stuff like that. Bro, I'm yeah, tripping right yeah. now. I ha I I haven't connected with that in a while. So to hear y'all talk about it, then this man Kamal Tamal Funky Buddha. What are you trying to do to me right now, bro? Like bro, what are you trying, what are you trying Chuck to do? Chuck English and Mikey Rocks were in the Funky Buddha one night. And everybody was like, yo. And so I don't think they performed. I think they were just there. But at the time. They were the biggest thing in the scene as far as hip hop is concerned. Yep. And so um, for them to be there, it's like, yo, because Funky Buddha isn't that big a, a spot. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think we knew that they were going to be there, though, that night. You know what I'm saying? We kicking in, it and it's like, yo, look at them. And um, 
they were also doing a lot of stuff. They were shooting their video in Chicago and you yeah. see the video and you know, these people, I, I was familiar with the, the, our, the video director that shot their video for black mag and there was like animation in it. And so I was familiar yeah. with the artist that was doing it. It was like, yo, these cats are really doing it. Like, they got their friends from Chicago. They're rising right now. This is dope. And then they're like, that was a project they put out independently. Cause right after that, when they dropped the, uh, which I thought was weird, was the uh, fish. Yeah, the fish, fish ride bicycles or something like that. And it was the label was like Sprite Go or something like that. Like it was like a, uh, it was attached to a drink. It was attached to a product already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The label that they did that on, which I thought was real weird. But um, that album, I remember like a lot of those tracks being lot, dope. Yeah. It's like, yo, they got this whole sound going on. And it's like, yo, this is kind of, this is kind of cool. This is kind of dope, man. This is kind of cool. I mean, it, it, Revital. I mean, their name was the Cool Kids. Their whole look was the '80s. Everything aligned. Everything went ex- yeah. with exactly how they did their thing. And they talked so, about it a lot in that uh, "I'm cooler," like "I'm cooler than that guy" song, where they're talking about all the things that they did, and everyone was like ma- making fun of them and hating on them. And then the next week, you'd see they'd see that person wearing the same thing or whatever, you know, <laughs> or like go buying the same thing. Yeah. That's, sure. that, and I saw that album. I'm gonna listen to this, man. I'm gonna listen. That's to what this I'm tonight. saying. Like I, I just downloaded it because I totally. This is why I like these episodes where we where we revisit stuff because it's like I totally for I totally forgot about the bake sale. Shame on me, being a guy from Chicago who like yeah. that. But I feel like that hits for like people who are into like mainstream music and like hip hop heads, like backpack rap. You know, like it it hits if you're into hip hop at all. You're gonna like that album. Yeah. Wasn't this around the time when uh got my vans on, but they look like sneakers? Bro, okay, I feel so like that sounded a lot like Cool Kids, G. You had them, but you also I remember like I think this was also around the time the West Coast cats like uh like Pac Div had a similar. Oh yeah, that was the band. Yeah, Pac Div was the Vans. but they had another banger. Pac Div had another. I forgot what their banger was, but they had was a, a really big song. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was that shit was fire. Whatever that joint was, man. Yeah, they can look it up. But no, I love I love that era of hip hop, and that was like yeah, my sophomore year of college. I remember I was sitting in like the student union, and that came on the TV on the MTVU. Yeah, yeah. So I was immediately like went went back to the the room and got on LimeWire or whatever it was at the time. True, true. That LimeWire, Kazai, all of that, man. <laughs> real two thousand eight ish right now. Unreal. <laughs> Dan, before we get out of here, man, uh, live on camera, man. Give me some music to listen to. What are we doing? Put me on like that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do. I did want to say I wanted to make sure I told you guys congrats on 200 episodes because ah, uh, wow, appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's pretty epic. It uh, is really. Again, I don't even know right now. I'm gonna have to hit you back. Okay, hit me in the inbox. Hit me on Instagram. Let me know what, what's going on because it's dry out here, and I'm kind of you know. I need some. I feel like it is for me too right now. I've just been listening. I've actually been going back to old blues and stuff like that and jazz, like old old stuff. Old stuff. Yeah. Okay. But 
done some something. Three albums from 2008. Uh, we had uh, Q-Tip, The Renaissance, um, Lil, Lil Wayne's Carter Three, and whoo, uh, a sneaky one, a sneaky one, The Cool Kids, The Bake Sale. And if you're listening out there, of course, Dan had the vinyl and he showed us the vinyl. So that's how, yeah, that's how he gets yeah. down. Yeah. Fire. Beers and bars, man. Beers and bars, Beers. people. I mean, we'll thanks thanks for having me, guys. It was fun as always. We'll get together once all this clears up or once we all get vaxxed up. Right on, right that's on. That's a fact. Peace.